Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome to the Oz Network. That almost sounded like a song. Welcome to the Oz Network. This is a Blue's Clues theme. Blue's can do, you can't do. We have too many children, apparently. We are not here to review Blue's Clues the movie, coming later this summer, I believe. Uh, But we are here to do a spoiler-free review of Nope! The new movie, sequel to Yep, uh, from Jordan Peele, director of Get Out and Us, uh, a.k.a. the hottest director in the world, maybe, in the last couple of years. Hottest horror director in who knows how long, 20-something years, since M. Night Shyamalan. Um, we saw how that went for Shyamalan, but uh, he's sort of come back. Uh, Jordan Peele's going to be better than that, though. Um, this is a movie that is out there, and people know sort of what it's about we we debated whether we want to do a spoiler one of this but believe it or not we actually would have very little to say with spoilers but that's not to say that we're not going to have a lot to say here on a spoiler free one so nope spoiler free here it is uh my name is colin and i wear my son glasses at night my name is jamie and as the meme says i'm not saying it was aliens but it was aliens definitely definitely uh, I still don't know what that meme is, so <laughs> you just keep quoting it. It's it's from the the history, uh, I think called History Channel, but it was on Netflix. From the, <laughs> the history of the, I think they call it History Channel. No, but no, but listen, but listen, I saw it on Netflix though, but I think that it's actually specifically like History Channel stuff. It's called Ancient Aliens. Yeah, the the way you phrased it though, you said the history of. It's, I think it's called the History Channel. So I was imagining. Coming up this week on the History Channel, the history of the History Channel. Okay, no, but seriously, it's a really, really good series. All right, I'm sure. It's really uh, interesting. This movie is kind of about aliens. I think everybody knows that this stuff's not even going to be a spoiler. No, <laughs> this, no, that's not a spoiler. This movie uh, just came out. We just saw it. It um, you know, seems to have mixed opinions from some people. Uh, I'm going to agree with some of the people out there, and I'm going to disagree with some of the people out there. Uh, which one is it going to be? Do I love this movie or do I hate it? I don't know. Jamie, you tell me. Did I love this movie? You were sitting next to me during this movie. Did I love this movie or did I hate it? At the end of it, I kind of asked what you thought and you you gasped kind of a little bit and you're like, I love it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. I, most of the criticisms seem to be one of two things. Either they're criticizing it for maybe emulating a lot of the movies that it's kind of paying tribute to a little bit too much. Um, this really is Jordan Peele's love letter to Close Encounters, Jaws, uh, it's a lot signs. of signs thrown in there too. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of a love letter to those movies. You know, much like J.J. Abrams made his love letter to Close Encounters and E.T. Uh, called Super 8 a couple of years ago. But 
I found the reviews for Nope in comparison to a lot of these other movies that are like emulating these styles of the past. It, it, people are like saying, oh, this movie's just, it, it just turns into a carbon copy of Close Encounters of Science. I it really it way, doesn't. I find it way more creepy though. Well, in, in, creepy, a, in a good way. Creepy but fun. Like, yeah. this is the thing. Is this movie as smart and as deep in a satirical way as Get Out was? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> sorry, no. Uh, is it as, you know, necessarily creepy or intelligent or, and, I guess, shocking as Us was? No. Uh, but this really movie... I for that one. You didn't. I loved it. But here's the thing. Nope is a summer blockbuster. And it's interesting because I think if you read up a little bit on the reasons Jordan Peele made this movie, it probably would make you appreciate it more because he made this movie. He started writing it when the pandemic started because he's like, people aren't going to movie theaters anymore. There's all this talk that people will never again, maybe never again, go to a movie theater. And he started to debate, you know, what would it actually take at this point to get people back in a movie theater if after who knows how long this thing has been going on. And he came up with Nope. This idea of, I want to make a movie that's meant to be seen on big screen. And here's the thing. I don't think this movie is necessarily anything groundbreaking, super intelligent or anything like that. But it is a blast. And it is, it's such an old school blast. It doesn't feel like modern blockbusters. It feels like an old school blockbuster. And that's what I loved about it. Um, I, I don't know too much about your thoughts on it. What did you think of Nope? I thought it was really good, actually. I thought the pacing in the movie was really good. I didn't feel like it was either, like, rushed or too slow. And we were kind of discussing a little bit after um, we left the movie theater. And we were asking uh, each other questions, saying, well, what did you think about this? Because not every every single... Like, most things... you you get the gist of everything but not every single thing is spelled out in this movie and they do yeah. leave you wondering about some things yeah well and, and i think that's one of the things that i don't know if there is criticism about that i haven't bothered to read all the criticisms for this movie and in, in case people haven't bothered to read it i mean it it very much seems split down the middle there's people who are like i didn't like this movie at all and then there's people who are like i absolutely loved it i'm in the camp that absolutely loved this movie uh but what you're saying, I could see why maybe some people had the expectations, especially after seeing Get Out and Us, where you really have a clear idea by the end of the movie. Oh, so that's what it's about. I mean, this movie is more subtle. Like, uh, you know, we're, we decided not to do a spoiler review because partly kind of what you're saying. I mean, the things that you would spoil about, oh, what is it? This movie does not have a big shocking ending. Yeah. Uh, it is not. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of similarities now to early M. Night Shyamalan and, and Jordan Peele. Uh, but it's not like The Sixth Sense or, you know, Unbreakable where there's like, whoa, that's a that's a twist and a half. You know, like there there are things where they sort of explain what's going on, but they never come out and explain it. You kind of have to watch the movie. and You're like, oh, I think I kind of get what this is now. Oh, I think I kind of get is that is that aliens or is it like yeah. you have to put two and two together. But like you said, there are still some things. There is something you brought up, which I won't mention, but let's just say it involves a shoe. There's a shoe in this movie, multiple shoes, but one specific shoe in this movie. We are like, so what was that? What was that meaning this? And I'm like, I'm not 100% sure. And I looked and read up on it and people were saying the same thing. Like, hey, I think it's left ambiguous for a reason. They, they want you to kind of ask the question, maybe it is to do with this. Maybe it's nothing at all. Like you, this movie, in a weirdest way, it makes you think without ever giving you answers. And it's not yeah. trying to be so overly complicated. It's a very simple movie. Yeah. But it leaves you with a couple questions where you're just like, huh, they didn't completely spell that out. But you know what? 
They, I think I almost wonder if Jordan Peele left certain things open in this movie because he wanted it to have multiple interpretations. And again, without leading people who haven't seen this movie to think that they're going to get some movie that's like, wow, it's like Inception. You know, uh, uh, is it still a dream or is it not a dream? No, it's not that at all. It's just there's yeah. little things he throws in here and there. You're like, oh, I wonder if that's tied to this or I wonder if that's nothing at all. Well, it, and like you said, I mean, um, it's not something where there's this huge twist on the end like take other movies for example like get out uh no 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 i wasn't even thinking about that but for example um the sixth sense yeah uh or the others Mm -hmm. where at the end of the movie you realize oh they're actually dead oh spoiler we said spoiler free for this movie not spoiler free for the sixth sense or others yeah whatever (laughs) i just spoiled it for you you know seriously if you haven't seen those other movies by now it's not my problem it's been over 20 years get off her back about it those movies are awesome, by the way. I love both of those. So, yeah, this movie, it's it's pretty simple, uh, but in the best way. And it's, it's creepy and it's, you know, it's kind of interesting because it doesn't seem like the movie that would actually be really that creepy, but they handle it in just the right way. Well, you know what it is? I thought about this one watching the movie because there's... There's an early scene in the movie, which, again, without giving away any spoilers, it involves creeping around a barn and the main character does he see something in the what is that in the corner of your eye is that an alien or something like that and it's almost meant to mess with you a little bit like it, it gives off this oh this is going to be one of those creepy movies but then something happens in that scene where you're like no wait this movie's almost it, it wants you to think it's one thing but it's actually something different so it, it, it seems like it was almost intentional on Jordan Peele's part he wanted to make a movie that threw scares in there here and there but it is not a scary movie all around. It is a blockbuster. And yeah. it's so funny that you know he has said himself, like Jaws and Close Encounters was really what he was going for because I would say the same thing for both of those movies. Jaws has scary moments. You know, the opening scene of Jaws, terrifying scene. The boy on the raft in the water, the, 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 the uh, what's his name, Kinver boy, terrifying scene. Some of the stuff on the, the, the boat, terrifying. But for the most part, most sequences of Jaws are big action sequences. They're exciting. The movie's fun. It's entertaining. Close encounters of the third kind. There are creepy scenes. The first, you know, UFO scene in that movie, you don't really see it. It's just a lot of shining lights and it's just Richard Dreyfuss in awe. Like, what did I just see? And, and kind of looking scared. Scenes where he's uh, in, in the shower and, and breaking down mentally. Like, it's unsettling. It's creepy. But, like, those are bits and pieces of the movie. For the most part, Nope is like those movies. And, and Signs is another very good example. There are creepy moments. There is a moment in Signs. We're going to talk about Signs very soon. You'll listen to the end of this and you'll find out when. Uh, but uh, there's a moment in that which is one of the greatest jump scares in movie history. But I wouldn't categorize Signs as a horror film or a thriller or anything else. It is just a big summer blockbuster. And that's what Nope is. And the reason that some of those creepy unsettling scenes work so well in Nope is because you don't see it coming. Because Jordan Peele will convince you for half an hour of the movie, this movie's kind of funny. It's yeah. just sort of like a blockbuster. People trying to catch footage of aliens and then he'll throw something at you You're like whoa that really caught me off guard yeah well and i mean it's it's kind of a little bit of a different subject but speaking specifically on jordan peele i wanted to ask your opinion um i feel like f- through watching his movies and again i wasn't a big fan of us but i can appreciate it um but i feel like jordan peele specifically he does such a good job of actually getting you invested in the characters like getting to know them a little bit Mm -hmm. and and who they are and what they like or dislike things like that and you know it sounds like it's such a simple thing but not everybody does that 
Yeah. Well, and, and something you point out this movie, again, I love subtlety in movies. I love when they don't have to spell things out for you. And one of the things you point out this movie, I mean, this movie is essentially, I would say, two lead characters, one strong supporting character, and one minor supporting character. That's literally it. This is a four-person movie and a bunch of aliens. But uh, the, the I guess the female lead is basically a brother's sister. So the, the brother, Daniel Kaluuya, I think I pronounced that correctly, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, who is the guy from Get Out. Uh, who also won the Oscar for Supporting Actor for Judas and the Black Messiah. Amazing actor. Uh, what's so great about him in this movie is that like his character is devoid of personality. And his sister, who's played by Kiki Palmer, uh, is the exact opposite of them. Like You have these brother and sister who are such polar opposites. Like, when I say he is devoid of personality, I mean it. The, the, not the opening scene of this movie, but the first scene we get introduced to him where he's basically a horse wrangler on the set of a movie or a commercial or something like that. Yeah. He is, like, so devoid of personality where it's like he can't speak up in front of people. He can't interact with anybody. He's, like, turned away. And you'll notice that in a lot of the movie, whenever he's actually being spoken to by somebody, he'll just say, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, grunting and grumbling. Yeah. yeah. And and even, mm-hmm. like, he's the one who quotes the title Nope so many times in the movie. And that's basically the most dialogue you get out of this guy for half the movie. Like, he'll see something. It's like, that, that that's too scary for me. And I'll, nope. And then just back away. Like, that, that's kind of what the title is. And it's so funny because his character is so devoid of personality. But he plays it so brilliantly. Like, you're, you're so interested in watching this man who has nothing of value to say, nothing interesting to do, never has an expression on his face, lives a dull life. Uh, and his sister, who is like, I don't know, on on speed or something, like she is so energetic and all over the place and misses personality, center of attention, and like they're so total opposites. But like that's what's so great about this movie is that you have such a small cast, but like you instantly know who all these characters are. If you were a blind person watching this movie without descriptive video service or whatever – and you couldn't even let's say you had some dis- disorder where you can't tell the difference between one person's voice to another you would know which character is which because they're all so different the other I guess stronger supporting character is like the, the tech support guy yeah. the, the best buy geek squad guy or whatever who's basically helping them set up cameras to try to catch footage of what they think is aliens uh and he is like again like really out there but he is still such a totally different personality from the other two and then your last character who's basically a you know very experienced very respected cinematographer they're like we're going to get this experienced movie guy he just plays himself like some iconic you know um movie behind the scenes guy like i'm too important for all this like there's a cockiness there's an arrogance with them yeah. but he's like so cool and so fun to watch like four characters such distinct personalities yeah. that he wrote i would say even over a movie like get out and us where you had great supporting cast but it's like those are great supporting casts and you know some of the characters you could just swap this character is going to say this line they're just going to deliver it differently every line in this movie that's written for the brother could only be written for him every line that's written for the sister could only be written for them like this is probably the best character writing jordan peele's ever done and you have such simple characters yeah i and you know what honestly it's been a, a really long time since we've had any type of movie that's actually good involving aliens i think yeah, well, I mean, Independence Day Resurgence really sucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, most of the Transformers movies, if you want to call those movies aliens, really sucked. You know, like, I wouldn't really call those alien movies. Well, they are 100% aliens. Yeah. I, I would say yes, but... It just doesn't feel like aliens to me. They come from another planet. I think that counts as an alien. Well, I, I'm I'm thinking, I think of like creepier stuff like science. Uh, well, well, you're talking about... Okay, well... We'll we'll discuss it. There's there's things. I'm, if we I'm were doing, I wish we creepy. were doing a spoiler review right now because I would actually kind of 
explain to you how your statement doesn't make sense for this movie. But anyways, um, but uh, a lot of what I say doesn't make sense. Do you know who I am? Yeah. Well, okay. Anyways, the true. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. Like, do you know how many times you just said anyways? Yeah. I'm just. Anyways. This is what that's that's my word for Jamie. Move on. We're, you want you're the one. I want to get this done quick. Come on. I don't want to sit there recording all night and then you'll just babble that's, on. That's because I'm a grumpy old lady that's like really old and <laughs> like I need to. Go Can to- I tell the story about our son calling you old? Oh yeah. Well, no. I'll, I'll you tell the story. I'll tell the story. So this is a sidebar. It has nothing to do with aliens. So I was just leaning really weirdly on on the couch, just leaning back, and I get up and I'm I'm groaning and like oh ah type of thing, and Casper's like mommy, which is our son. Mommy, are you hurt? And I go no, mommy's just old. And then he goes oh, mommy, you need to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> greatest yeah. thing you could send and then alone. like it's so funny because nowadays and again this is like totally like a side thing but i don't know even know how many times these days you'll say jamie that's like such an old lady thing to do like <laughs> i'm 33 years old but like even when we were putting our son to bed tonight casper had some chocolate ice cream still on his nose that he he didn't wipe off with a wipe and so i i licked the inside of my shirt and i wiped his nose and you're like oh that's like such a such a like a mom like a thing to do like an old lady thing to do you you will sit in our front window yeah, judging just, judging people who I walk was just past. about to say that's the other thing is now i stare out the window like what are you doing over there yeah jordan peele's got to write a movie about you angry old lady who confronts aliens or, or kids who tell her exercise who knows yeah. uh anyways turn, uh, off, turn off the light if you're not in that room yeah. <laughs> uh, close that door who's paying for for the central air anyways uh yeah so i mean th- this movie what's interesting about it is that I would say this is the second movie. There, this whole year has just been like one great surprise after that. Last year was sort of like the year where you, we've been without proper movies for yeah. over a year. And I saw a lot of movies last summer. I'm like, you know, Jungle Cruise, Snake Eyes, these movies where it's like when I saw it, I'm like, that was better than I expected. Yeah. A year later, I'm like, I don't really have a desire to watch Snake Eyes or Jungle Cruise again. It, it was it like was, there was nothing wrong with them. But it was a good startup, though. Yeah, exactly. You, you've been without movies, so you're easily pleased. I feel like this year is like these are all the movies that – we waited for and this is why uh, I think I mentioned this to you after we left the the theater that that what's so great about this movie is we're now in this era where we had movies like No Time to Die and Top Gun where they were insistent this needs to be seen on the big screen and they held out at losing who knows how many tens of millions of dollars you know some of these movies may not even end up uh, recuperating the investment on them but you see it like Elvis being another one they delayed that movie for two years like it has to be seen on the big screen you see it on the big screen like this is totally worth it it was amazing Nope is different in that he started developing this because of the pandemic. It's like Jordan Peele had the foresight to say, I know that movies like this are going to be needed to get people back in the theater. And the, the cleverest thing about this, this movie is not like Get Out where there's some deep meaning to the movie or some theme that he's playing on or some hidden message. Yeah. There is kind of like, there's sort of a mess. I mean, you could interpret it a certain way like... Well, this is where I say it's about interpretation. Is this movie about, you know, uh, we're living in this age where people would rather just capture something on a cell phone as opposed to actually, I don't know, calling the authorities or intervening. Like, you could say, is it about that? But in all actuality, I think that that's something he threw in there. It's like, yeah, maybe people could think this is what about that. I think he just wanted, he wanted to make a movie about making movies again. And the weirdest thing is, this is a movie about making movies. It's about four characters who are like, we want to get this incredible footage. We want to essentially make a movie. So he, in a way, made a movie about him wanting to make a movie to wow people again after this coming of this pandemic. 
Did you look up what it was talking about in the beginning of the movie with like the first shot of somebody on a horse if it was uh, a black person as they were talking about oh yeah so is that, is that real it, did, was, I, he, was he inspired by something real i was just yeah no i'm i i didn't look that up but i'd be curious i don't have the time to do it right now but yeah like this movie part of what these characters the reason these characters are all about less captures footage is because they're essentially running a ranch for their horse wranglers for movies or for television and they have this history with the very first film strip that was ever made yeah. you know the, the, a six second long clip which involved one of their ancestors i don't know whether that's true or not but it would be interesting if it is yeah. but uh but yeah like this this movie just a, about being about the love of making movies in a weird way you know like uh, I, this is why i think some people may be upset because like, jordan peele's not giving us some message I'm like i'm kind of glad I, I i don't i think he's done two movies where there's a bit of a theme to it and a message it would be very easy to just become the guy who just does that. And yeah. if we're going to compare this to M. Night Shyamalan, you know, Shyamalan had Signs, which, uh, uh, you know, was his third movie, which was essentially just, I'm going to kind of do a blockbuster. It's not going to be about some big shocker at the end, like the way The Sixth Sense was. It's not going to be about being incredibly creepy and atmospheric and also being shocking, like unbreakable. He's almost breaking his trend. And Jordan Peele's breaking his trend with this movie. So he doesn't just become the guy who has to always make a movie with some big, not a big shocker, like they were dead all along, but shockers are like, oh, this movie's actually about something interesting. This movie doesn't have to be about something. It can, it can be about little things. It can kind of be about something, but it's just a fun movie. And he knew what he was doing when he made that. And that's why I appreciate this movie. Seeing this on the big screen, despite the fact that there is CGI in this movie, this is one of the first times I've ever seen a movie with CGI that when you're watching the big screen, it looks like you're, it, they did it for real. This looks like Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Like you did this for real, even though it's impossible. You didn't do that. And just looking at some of the behind the scenes ways they shot this movie, like he intended for this movie to have a very real world feel. And I think that's one of the reasons why this felt so big on a big screen is because you weren't distracted thinking this is CGI the whole time, even though it probably is. It has to be, I guess. There's no real UFOs. I know we're talking about spoiler-free stuff, so we're not going to discuss specific things that happen, obviously, through the movie that could spoil things. But do you think, just theorizing here, do you think that when we're talking about stuff like the shoe thing and stuff like that, which, again, people don't know what that's about, that's mm -hmm. all I'll mention, do you think that because they're mentioning that whole story involving the shoe and not really actually going into it and everything that there is any type of possibility for a sequel or you think so they're done? I, that was one of the things I read when I was sort of looking up to see, oh, is the shoe actually supposed to mean something? There was an article I ran across, which again, it's all theories. It's like, hey, it's probably analyzing too much into this, but like I, maybe he did leave it open so he could potentially do a sequel. There's a couple things about this movie where you're like, yeah, he could probably do a sequel. Would it have the same effect? I mean, it depends on how he did it. I don't think you could just do four people on a farm again trying to shoot it. I should also mention there is a fifth character in this movie, probably one of the more entertaining characters in the movie played by Steven Yeun, who is the uh, former child star who kind of has like this very similar he's like i'm going to do an entertainment thing for people uh, this big experience but again sort of this idea in the movie like people are more interested in the spectacle of something than oh this is scary maybe we should get away you know um I mean, he's great in this movie too but uh but, but yeah that's just wanted to throw in there didn't want to the guy was nominated for an oscar for the movie minari uh, what, like two years ago so great actor anyways um but uh yeah what was your question 
Uh, oh, I was just getting your opinion on if you think oh, the that they could do a sequel. Yeah. yeah. Well, like that's what that that's why I thought about Stephen Yoon for a second because uh, you know this movie is not just four people on a farm. I mean, you have this little side. I wouldn't call it a side story, but like this side character that sort of interacts with them where it's a different idea. It's a person building like a, an experience for people to come see this. So if you presented a sequel in a different way, I think it could be interesting. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him that he might want to leave it open for a sequel, but would he do a Nope sequel right away? Probably not. But it, it's an interesting idea that they would want to maybe leave some things open that, hey, maybe if I ever came up with a great idea, I at least have an option for a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Because what was it right. I was telling you about recently? There was a movie or something where... Um, they had no plans for a sequel. Oh yeah, Star Trek. So Star Trek, um, the Wrath of Khan was meant to end Star Trek. And at the last minute, they're like, is there anything we could do just in case we ever decide to do a third movie? And they threw the littlest thing there where it's like, blink and you miss it. But so many people caught that blink and you miss it thing where they're like, wow, I really want to see the sequel. And they're like, well, I guess we, now we got to come up with a sequel. They never planned for that. So the entire sequel, The Search for Spock, is kind of like that. So yeah, maybe they could search for Spock this. I don't know. Um, search for Spock this. Yeah, they got to search for Spock Nope 2. That's <laughs> what so they got to do. Uh, tell us the shoe story. Everybody's dying to hear that. Are, are they going to call it Nope 2? Are they just going to call it like Double Nope? or <laughs> Double Nope. Uh, nopers. Uh, nope and Noper. I don't know. <laughs> Negative zero? Is, how what does that play into it? Well, like, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Um, I don't. I'll ask you later. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I love how you're like, ha, 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 I don't. I'll ask yeah. you later. <laughs> uh, now, again, we did tease. Maybe we'll, do, we'll probably do I expected we'd have to do a spoiler review for this. Not much to talk about in a spoiler review. Uh, if people really are interested in it, sign up for one month of Patreon. Send us a message that you signed up for one month of Patreon. We will verify your one month membership for what? As low as $3 a month. And we will record it specifically for you if you want to hear our spoiler thoughts on Nope. Because I have some theories, but nothing we need to do an entire episode on. And, and if you just want to like PayPal me money so I can like go buy coffee, that's cool too. Sure. Let's not give out your private email address on the air, but I'll, just I'll message make, us. I'll make a new one so people can send me money. Yeah, well, let's not, okay? Because uh, <laughs> I get no cut of that if PayPal's you. I can, ben well, and I split if, the, the if, Patreon. If I go to Timmy's, I'll buy you something too. Okay, well, people know what that is. By the way, you mentioned t- that's Timmy's is Canadian, you know, what coffee shop, whatever you call it. I don't drink T- coffee. Tim Hortons, so yeah. yeah, Tim Hortons. It's like the biggest, ch- it's McDonald's of Canada, but they really only serve coffee and donuts. But anyways, bigger than McDonald's. Anyways, anyways, bigger than McDonald's here probably. Uh, being Canadian thing, I did mention during the movie, I'm like, did you notice that like Jordan Peele has a thing for 80s Canadian songs? Because yeah. this movie has maybe three or four songs in the entire movie, two of which are Canadian 80s pop singers. You have You're a Strange Animal by Gowan, which one of my favorite songs of all time. And as I sang in the beginning, Sunglasses at Night by Corey Hart. I don't know why Jordan Peele just, maybe he didn't even realize he was doing, does he really love Canada and Canadian 80s pop? Can we give him some suggestions? What are some other good Canadian pop songs from the 80s that should be in negative zero, nope two? You you know the song that he was missing? Patio Lanterns. Yeah, Patio Lanterns by Kim Mitchell. That's a good one. Luba, let it go. Let it go. Let it free your mind. Maybe move your soul. Give me another one. I don't know. That's just the first Patty one. Patio is the only other. You can't even give me Summer of 69 by Brian Adams. Nothing? Well, I don't really like Brian Adams. Oh, you can get out of my country. Um, yeah, I don't know. We need more. Gow- Gowan has another good song. What's that? Criminal Mind. That's a good one. That would have been a creepy song in this movie. Um, but yeah, I love You're a Strange Animal. You gotta love Sunglass at Night, right? Yeah. 
Glass Tiger. Don't forget me when you're gone. Yeah, there you go. Don't forget me when, when you're gone. Yeah, we got your soundtrack for negative zero, Jordan Peele. Um, yeah, I, I like to pretend this is a Canadian movie now. Uh, anyways, this, let's just wrap this up with Jordan Peele made Get Out, got a bunch of Oscar nominations, including Best Picture, Best Director, I think Best Actor as well. Um, Us didn't get any Oscar nominations, although I think it's a very solid movie. Any chance that Nope is going to be nominated for Best Picture this year? I mean, I'm no. not sure. It's uh, you know, like here's the thing. It's a it's a fantastic movie. It's really good, but like you said, there are so many good movies this year. Well, it, well, here's the thing. Most of the good movies. Ben and I have been reviewing these movies, and we're talking about like Top Gun Maverick. We're like, if this got nominated for Best Picture, I'd be okay with it. Weirdly, <laughs> does it? Should this ever be nominated? Should Top Gun Maverick ever get nominated for Best Picture? No, but like, there's something about the movie where it's like, if Black Panther can get a Best Picture nomination, you know. I would be okay with this getting a Best Picture nomination. Same thing with Elvis. It's like, should Elvis get a Best Picture nomination? Probably not. But this is kind of like it's it's a it's a year where these movies are like so surpassing expectations, where the big screen experience is so big again. Where I don't think Nope should get nominated any other year, but in this year, let's just make an Oscars where it's all the movies that get people interested in going to the movie theater again. Because um, I think Nope is right up there with Top Gun Maverick as far as big screen experiences, and it is kind of a smart movie i mean there's a lot of fun dialogue in it some funny scenes so i'm, I'm gonna say nope it won't but i'm gonna say yep i'd be okay with it i'd be okay with it all right uh what are you gonna do with this movie i would totally buy it i'm a hundred percent buying this movie uh i think that next to top gun maverick this is the most fun i've had in any movie this year it's probably the only other one, way better than Jurassic World. Everything, everywhere, all at once is pretty awesome. That would be up. See, that would be my third one. I'd say Top Gun, Maverick, this, and Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Easily the three biggest movies of the year to see on a big screen or just movies in general. Um, don't even bother with Jurassic World Dominion, and definitely don't bother with Thor: Love and Thunder. I mean, oh. those are like those are like everything that's wrong with modern day blockbusters. This movie is everything right, or everything that should be right about modern day blockbusters going forward. That that Thor movie is honestly probably one of the worst movies I've seen in so long. <laughs> and we so see we see it. movies like almost every week. Yeah. So for me to say that, that's really saying something. That's yeah. honestly one of the worst is, movies. Is it worse than Mona Lisa Smile? Well, no. No. Okay, there we go. We, we potentially I, 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 walk, I walked out on that yeah. one. Uh, don't walk out on Nope, though. Nope. Uh, so. We, we both are going to buy this. We, we did talk about uh, signs, so we'll get to that in a second. As far as other reviews that we're going to have coming out, we've kind of reached the end of the exciting summer movies. I think the only two ones that were 100% determined we want to go see is we want to see Bullet Train, which is coming out soon. I think that's the next big one that's coming out. And then um, there's that movie with Id- – you tell me if you're interested in seeing this. That one with Idris Elba called Beast where it's like people on a safari trapped in a car and there's like a lion out to get them. I thought that one looked great. Eh, I don't know. She's saying nope. All right, so maybe that, I'll be a solo. That black one. phone movie was really good, but I don't know if we did a review. We didn't do all. a review, but hey, it was really good. You want to buy black phone? Let's just add it on here. Well, of course they're gonna buy it. Buy black phone. There we go. We got a mini review. Uh, so movie reviews might be slower, but we're finally bringing back movie month. Uh, we did earlier this year Jennifer Garner month. You, me, and you did that, and then other than that, the Matrix month in December was the last time we did a full month. We're bringing movie months back. We're finally caught up enough or interested enough to do other things. And we are starting with anniversary month, beginning of August, which is right around the corner. Uh, the first one we're going to be doing is... Why did I forget? We just recorded it. <laughs> hmm? 
20th anniversary. They're all going to be movies that are 20th anniversary, and I already can't remember the one we already recorded. Uh, but Signs will be the second one. So whatever the second week is of August, we'll do that. Um, we got Panic Room, My Big Fact Greek Wedding, Signs, and the one that we've recorded, I can't remember. I don't know. Are you are you okay? Are you having a stroke or something? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, whatever it is. About a boy. There we go. I don't know why I forgot that. About a boy. We're kicking it off with the I, 20th anniversary of I, About a Boy. I'm not doing all those with you, am I? You, I just said we already recorded it. Were you there present? When, did you think oh, you recorded it with me and forgot? Thank God. Yeah, Ben and I recorded About a Boy. You're going to hear that first week, and then we're going to do Signs, and then I believe my Big Fat Creek Wedding, wrap it up with Panic Room, and then we got other movie months to follow after that. But, uh, I think yeah. I've seen that Panic Room movie. I think I don't think I liked it. I think I only saw it once, but it's like one of Ben's favorite movies, but we're doing it. But and... Big Fat Creek Wedding, I'm going to give that one a thumbs up, and Signs, love it. Thumbs yeah. up. So we'll talk about signs, and maybe I'll talk a little bit about. And Mel like seriously, too. like okay, just just one mini thing to fit in there. You're talk about Mel Gibson's dong. No, the, but, like he he is pretty good looking, but that's not what I was going to talk about. But you know, when signs that that one part where you first kind of see that's the, the one I was talking about. No, listen to me. No, don't spoil it because you're talking about the glimpse of oh, did I just see what I think I just saw, and yeah. everybody screams. Yeah. yeah. Don't split. We're going to talk about that. Okay. But anyways, th- that part. Anyways. Everybody knows that part. Anyways. Yes. That <laughs> anyways. one. That one little shot that's like half a second long, that will like haunt you. Yeah. And we already teased that too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a couple weeks away from that, but about a boy first, since I finally remembered that we did it. Uh, other episodes we're going to have. We did. Yes. We did it. At least twice to produce three children. <laughs> um, twins. The miracle. Not having to do it a third time. Uh, Breaking Bad and 24 continuing and uh, if we see Bullet Train that coming up too it looks pretty good yeah we'll we'll check it out Uh, my name is Colin and uh, anyways my name is Jamie see you later thanks for downloading this episode from the Oz Network make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher Google Podcasts or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as find out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks once again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.